Shut up and sit down. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. Episode 26 of the Quiet Part Loud podcast. I'm your host, Daryl. Thanks for tuning in. It is Thursday, 19th of April, coming at you for the second time this week. Um, And how could we not do a show on a day like today? If you're in London today, you understand why people admire this city um, and and just love being here. There's a certain vibe about London when the sun comes out and the sky's blue and the weather's gorgeous that just makes it a really, really special place. And uh, and today is the hottest day of the year that we've had so far. It is currently working its way up to what they say will be about 27 or 28 degrees Celsius in the capital this afternoon. And if you've ever spent any time in the capital, in the big smoke on a day when the temperatures reach those sorts of numbers, it feels like you're trotting down a street on the surface of the sun. It is so hot, um, but cannot complain, can only enjoy it, can only start to prep for the barbecues already this weekend. Um, so smiles on everybody's faces, stress alleviates just a little bit, and it's a perfect excuse to get down the pub by any means necessary. So needless to say, uh, I was up bright and early this morning, six o'clock in the morning, and it was already gorgeous. So I decided to take a walk down uh, to the shop to get some stuff that I needed for um, just to eat, basically. Um, and yeah, as I said, six o'clock in the morning, it was already gorgeous, already beautiful. So I was walking in my flip-flops, went down and decided to go over to uh, Costa and and grab a little coffee before the shop opened and, uh, you know, get the jet fuel running through. Um, if I go and ask for a coffee and ask for it a specific way, just make it. Don't interrogate me and don't ask me if I know what the ingredients are. Hey, hey, I just ordered the thing. So I go into Costa this morning and they have a coffee in Costa, which is a flat black, which is a a strong, small black coffee. Right? It's like three shots of espresso. And because it's kind of a novelty coffee and I don't get it that much, every time I go in there, I always get an extra shot in it. And they've only just released it and I've had it, you know, two or three times. Um, but every time I go in, I order it from the same place and order it exactly the same way. And without fail, they just have to check me and ask me if I realize that there's already three shots. Like, yes, I'm ordering the coffee. I understand the quantity in said coffee, and I would like to add a little bit more into that coffee because I don't get that coffee very much, but when I do, 
I like to run it up and rev it real high. I like my RPMs at a nine when I'm having one of these coffees. So yeah, bang another shot in like I asked you to. Don't turn around and give me a fucking side look like I'm some weird alien. Just make the coffee. How about that? And let me get the fuck out of here and get on with my day instead of explaining to you that I know what I just ordered. Like I'm some fucking halfwit. Just make my coffee. Please. Do your job. Nothing else. Just make the coffee I've asked you to make. It was delicious, by the way. Even though these high street coffee brands have had some pretty shitty reports literally over the past year about fecal matter on their food. Yeah, that's right. Starbucks, Costa, uh, Cafe Nero. Traces of fecal matter on the food and in the coffee. Because those dirty bastards don't wash their fucking hands after they've taken a shit and come back and then make you a flat white with some chocolate sprinkles on top, baby. Fucking disgusting. So I don't go there very often, but the one that I do go to is brand new. Well, brand new, it's about a year old, so it's still relatively new. Um, but they're so slow, so slow. I tried to get one the other day and there was four people in line. And after about, I don't know, nine minutes, I'd had it walked out. I mean, you're making espresso, right? Nobody was ordering a sandwich. Nobody was ordering a speciality coffee or any of that shit. Nope. Just took ages. So let's step our games up across the board, yeah? But I enjoyed my, my jet fuel this morning. Got me off to the right start. And uh, now I... Now I can enjoy the day. I got work to do, but the sun's out, which means I can work in my newly renovated garden and enjoy that shit. So I uh, got some wine for this afternoon. Going to crack that open because it's Friday tomorrow. Strong day of meetings in the morning and then some drinks in the afternoon. Ushering in the weekend, getting the coal blazing. Cannot wait. Get the steaks on. But speaking of jet fuel and speaking of coffee, flying over to the other side of the uh, the pond just for a moment to talk about this Starbucks thing that happened, right? Because if you're not aware, let me just break it down real quick. Some cops arrested um, a couple of black guys in Starbucks after one of the counter people, the attendees, uh, the workers, the employees of Starbucks uh, called the cops on these two guys for, uh, for loitering, if I understand it correctly. And what these two gentlemen were doing was waiting for their friend, right? Because, of course, that's the meeting place, right? That's a central location, especially in the States. But even here. Uh, meet me at a Costa or meet me at a uh, Starbucks or whatever, right? Just it's a central meeting place. You always do that. I've sat in a Cafe Nero for 30 minutes without a drink waiting for someone to show up, right? So these two kids are waiting for their friend 
and the guy behind the counter calls the cops on him. The cops come and arrest them. So these two black kids now are in handcuffs in a Starbucks for waiting. There's nothing else to this story except for the fact when their friend showed up and said, what the fuck are you guys doing? They were here waiting for me. Was a little white kid. <laughs> and so cue everybody's outrage and everybody taking to Twitter in an uproar about boycotting Starbucks. And this is my problem with people today. It's too easy for people to complain. I mean, I'm guilty of it, right? I'll get on Twitter and I'll shoot a grocery store or delivery service or something, a really shitty note, but that's when it's justified bad service. We've made it so easy for people to complain and complain anonymously and vehemently that they've got nothing better to do. They find anything and they're like, oh yeah, that's something I can latch on to. That's something I can latch on to. And I'm going to give it my full attention because I've got nothing else to do. Now, in my opinion, do I think Starbucks is a racist organization? No. I do not think that the board of executives or, you know, the marketing board or the human resources department or the people in charge of Starbucks personnel training are racist. No, I don't. Maybe there's some scattered throughout as there are across our society, but do I think that Starbucks are an inherently racist corporation? No, they make shit coffee. They serve burnt beans, but again, it's generic bullshit, so you know what you're getting. But I don't, I don't think the, you know, it was like the H&M thing with the cutest monkey in the jungle. I don't think that's an inherently racist company. I think they fucked up and made, um, a bad decision without maybe expressively knowing what they were doing in terms of the in terms of how the culture was in America. Similarly, I don't think Starbucks are an inherently racist company or looking looking at it as part of their policy and procedure to stereotype certain types of individual. Now I've, I've heard something that about their code of conduct or their training that promotes racial biases. Now I don't, I don't know about that. I'm not going to touch that. I don't, I haven't looked into it enough to speak on it, but as a wider corporation, I can't, I can't seem to think that Starbucks have it anywhere close to their mission statement that they would racially profile or look at it as a part of their policy to promote or endorse or condone the type of behavior that we saw happen a few days ago when these um, two African-American gentlemen were arrested by the cops. What we've got here is a case of a really shitty employee and a fucking asshole and a guy with his own problems. I think it was a guy with his own problems and his own racial biases and his own insecurities and his own issues overall, right? We've also got a cop that should have known better or a couple of cops that should have known better and 
understood the situation for what it was and had a bit more mediation power in terms of we're not going to arrest these gentlemen. We're going to find out what the hell is going on because we have to answer the call that the employee just made. So we have to come and investigate it. But once we understand that these two gentlemen are just waiting for their friend who will literally be there in like 10 minutes, we could probably leave the handcuffs holstered, no? I put most of this on the guy behind the counter for being a cunt. And for having his own issues, which again, you know, we could spend ages, you know, dissecting, but I don't know this guy. I just know that he's either got some, he's got some issues in terms of his racial bias and his thoughts about maybe black people or all other colors other than himself. I don't know. Um, maybe he's just a prick. Maybe he's just a dickhead. I don't know. I don't know. He just made, this is a very bad call, right? This is just a bad call. And it's a bad call for a number of reasons because that's not standard behavior in a coffee shop, in a coffee chain. You can simply say, I'm just waiting for somebody and then I'm going to order when we get here, but I'm going to hold this seat because they're here any minute or I'm just waiting for a friend and then we'll get in line or whatever, right? You're not fucking loitering. You're waiting to become a patron. And that's standard. Like I said, I've been in coffee shops for 30 minutes with nothing but my book bag sitting there at a table waiting for a client or a friend or whatever. And nobody says boo. So the guy behind the counter should chill the fuck out, figure out what his problem is and stop being a douchebag. And the cops, man, just need to ease the fuck back. It doesn't need to be all that every single time. I was listening to a Radio Lab series. And if you guys are podcast fans out there, which I presume you are, you wouldn't be listening to me. Um, Radio Lab did a series, or are currently in the middle of a series, um, about the Border Patrol and kind of the profiling and, and how they've turned the current situation into, into what it is and how the uh, death, the, the, the number of deaths per annum since this specific policy change have caused just a, just a spike, an increase. We're talking from single digits to triple digits basically overnight because of some of these policy changes. And it's it's just it, the alienation of minority groups, man. We just need to go easy on them. It, it, like, we need to go easy across the board a little bit more, right? It doesn't have to fucking be all that every single time. Um, it, it just, everybody's revving at a nine at all times on the stress meter. And it's just a powder keg waiting to happen. It's just, it's crazy, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's all a bit much. And uh, I mean, this happened in Philly as well, which is, 
you know, even crazier. But we don't need all this boycott Starbucks bullshit. You need, you guys need to redirect your energy elsewhere because it's hilarious and it's a bit pathetic. And and you know what? It's fucking really transparent. Like this virtue signaling shit and this convenient outrage garbage is so transparent and so obvious across the board. When you know what you're looking for, I mean, it's just like a spotlight's on it. It's crazy. I was listening to this guy about, uh, he runs a restaurant in Toronto and it's called Antler. He was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast and I only heard a snippet of it so far, but I mean, what this guy's had to deal with from these vegans, uh, these vegan protesters is a joke. Like, screaming murder at his customers coming into the restaurant, like massive bullhorns and stuff. We've made it, social media has made it far too easy for anyone to have a complaint about something, whether it's rational or irrational or completely illogical or just born out of boredom and self-hate and self-loathing, which a lot of that is, it's just very, very easy to complain. And it's just, it goes towards this kind of oppressed and oppressor society divide that we're, that we're seeing more and more of these days. It's really, really fucking sad. And to be honest, it's quite pathetic because, you know, it's like, I know it's not the direct meaning or whatever and the direct, uh, like the, the, the direct meaning of what it was in, I think it was in the uh, Matthew in the Bible where he says the meek shall inherit the earth. That's not exactly what it is. But when I think of that, I'm like, that's what's happening. The meek are inheriting the earth. We're, we're slowly handing over to the softest of us. And you see that with social justice warriors and, you know, just extreme protest if you're not with us, like no meat. Like one of these people who were protesting uh, this guy's restaurant basically said, we're not gonna stop unless you put a sign up, our sign up in your window that says all killing or all meat is murder or something like that. I mean, fuck you guys, right? And in my opinion, it's the same thing with these guys who were hashtag boycott Starbucks. Don't boycott Starbucks because of one asshole that works in a Philly branch that made a really shitty call and a cop that handled it incorrectly. Boycott Starbucks because their coffee tastes like shit and is overpriced. And support a local business because you'll probably get a better product. That's just me though. The fuck do I know? I just don't think that you can hold this corporation at large for this one incident. And of course, yeah, I know, I hear everybody out there, well, it's not just one incident. And there's other reports of it. Okay, I get it. But what is more likely? That there are bad apples scattered throughout the organization that work on the ground level that are customer facing? Or that the organization has set out a policy to culturally bias and racially, um, culturally profile and racially profile and, you know, against minorities and blacks. 
What's more likely? That part of Starbucks philosophy is to discriminate against African Americans? Or that there's some ignorant fucks that work in Starbucks locations? The whole boycott Starbucks thing is so stupid. And I hope that that there has just outlined that because for me, it's, just, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, so I mean, Starbucks might be like an ultra progressive, ultra liberal company. They're definitely not racist. Um, so yeah, put the put that fucking hashtag to bed because it's uh, it's dumb, and the people that are touting it around your your see through, and uh, yeah, I think less and less people are buying it. But uh, that's just me. Um, speaking of buying shit, <laughs> Alex Jones is getting sued by the parents of um, by the parents of the children that were victims at the Sandy Hook massacre. Uh, the Sandy Hook school shooting, if you remember, was when um, you know all of those little kids uh, were gunned down. And Alex Jones being the fucking douchebag that he is, of course, you know, to be provocative and to get listeners and to, you know, make headlines in his own section of the world and with his own audience, he, he claimed that Sandy Hook was a hoax. It was a government false flag or a government hoax event. And this is the kind of shit that he tells all the time, right? I mean, he's a he's a conspiracy theorist, right? He's he's a guy who loves the sound of his own voice. He's so quick to hold his position and make outlandish claims without providing any evidence and people buy it. So to those parents of Sandy Hook, I'm not going to dwell on on this because it doesn't deserve much airtime, but I just think it's great because uh, good for them because fuck him, basically. Put yourself in in, in those parents' shoes just for a quick second if you would and imagine if you had this fat, sweaty, irate asshole who has he claims like a weekly listenership of about 40 million people. And he was touting you as basically a liar made up an actor, a government employee uh, that was paid uh, to pose and to live this lie or what the fuck ever can, you know, is contained within that conspiracy theory. You'd want to sue that prick at the very minimum, you know, ideal scenario. You probably want to see him in person and have a word. So good for them for taking it down this route because he's a guy that has almost, I would would say zero validity and zero credibility to me. He's one of these guys who, he's effectively a liar, right? He'll just make shit up, but he'll make so many outlandish claims that if one sticks, he seems vindicated. And people are like, see, he got that one right. 
what else has he gotten right that we just don't know about yet, right? It's a complete reach on the extrapolation of his credibility. And I just think guys like him are nothing more than a propaganda machine for their uh, political leaning. And he doesn't care who he hurts in the process. Because, I mean, this isn't the first time, you know, people have uh, brought these kind of complaints against him. He does it all the time. And substantiates nothing. So, again, not going to spend a ton of airtime on this. Um, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Um, and fuck Sean Hannity while we're at it. You know, it's obvious, it's come out now. I think I touched on this in the last show, but it's come out now that he's um, he's Michael Cohen's client. And Michael Cohen has said this in front of a judge because the judge ordered him to... to to reveal the information, and then Sean Hannity's come out and said, "No, no, no! I haven't really, I haven't retained him. Um, I might have given him a couple of bucks here and there for some advice, but I haven't retained him." Well, it's kind of not mutually exclusive, Hannity, right? And the more you try to worm and wiggle and you know keep beaking on about it, the more. Uh, the more guilty you seem. And there's definitely a conflict of interest there, right? Having Cohen on his show, you know, multiple times as a political expert, unbiased, you know, this kind of thing. And all the while, they're buddies, they're client and uh, client and attorney relationship established. And then obviously, there's the direct link to Donald Trump and all of the conflict of interest that can bring to the table in terms of how it leans and slants his... Um, credibility in terms of what he reports he's not an unbiased reporter he's not and therefore credibility has to be questioned you can have definite opinions on one side or the other but nobody's all the way over on the other side and nobody's all the way over on this side and that's just not how people are made because if you're only on one side or the other you lean to, by definition, the extremes, and we know what those people are look, what those people look like, and what those people act like, and what those people sound like. So there's a motivation for leaning all the way that you think can benefit you. And in Hannity's case, it's obviously money, but it's also now, in my opinion, questioning political influence and things like that and that's a whole different game so we'll see what comes um but fuck both those guys fuck sean hannity fuck alex jones um we need less of them and we need a lot less of them having any media influence what we need is more evidence more honesty more integrity in our journalism and they're out there for sure but they're not necessarily run like these commercial behemoths that, you know, Fox are and CNN are and, you know, so on and so forth. But, yeah, it's just fuck those guys, basically. Um, I just think it's really funny that now he's going to be, Alex Jones, that is, going to be back in court on a defamation of character lawsuit. And the great thing about a guy like Alex Jones is he's such... 
he's such a rapid shit talker and everything he does is in this medium, right? It's either radio or podcasting or television. It's all there. He's going to make some wild excuse as to what he meant or something like that. But it's all there. So it should be a pretty, I would have thought, pretty cut and dry lawsuit, to be fair. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, um, what else is going on? We've got a UFC coming up this weekend. That's going to be great. I wish the advertising community would get their shit together because I'm going through the underground a couple of days ago and they've still got UFC 223 posters up a month later. It's like, no, you didn't update the posters. You didn't replace them. Um, so they still say Khabib's fighting Tony Ferguson and Rose's fighting Joanna. It's like, come on, guys. Um, we got a nice main event coming up. I'm going to do a preview show um, today or tomorrow. Uh, for the weekend's event, which is um, Edson Barbosa, Kevin Lee, and also on that card is Frankie Edgar. Um, I can't. Who's he fighting? Frankie Edgar is fighting. Um, it's a good matchup too. Oh yeah, Cub Swanson. That's it. Uh, David Branch is also on the card. Jim Miller, um, Aljamain Sterling. Uh, so yeah, some really good potential fights. Uh, Corey Anderson's fighting Pat Cummings, Leslie Smith, who's a savage. Remember, she got her ear blown up. Uh, she's uh, she's a savage. Um, yeah, there's some some bangers on the card. So I'm gonna do one of those as well. Uh, probably probably later today. I would have thought. Uh, but yeah, I was saying I was on the tube and seeing these old UFC posters. Um, I thought I saw this porn star. <laughs> I double taped. It wasn't her. Um, but I thought it was for a second. And I was like, I was just thinking to myself, you know, if you see a sports star or like a movie star, you know, an athlete that you admire or TV personality that you admire or, you know, whatever it may be, you're going to probably like run up and ask for a photo, right? I mean, that's the world we live in, right? Do you do the same thing with a porn star? Bit weird, right? I mean, like I said, it wasn't her, um, but it definitely looked like her. And uh, I was just like, ooh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> definitely wouldn't be getting a selfie with her. Um, <laughs> I just wondered, like, you know, they're some of the most viewed personalities on the internet. Right? Everything leads with porn, new developments, AI, robotics, like a lot of these things lead with porn, the internet, advertising on the internet, a lot of these things go through porn to get sense checked. And, you know, some, some videos on some of these sites have hundreds and hundreds of millions of views. Porn stars are some of the most seen people on the internet. Right? So a lot of people would probably recognize some of the top stars in that industry. And I just thought to myself, would you, would you approach one? Would you go say hi? <laughs> and therefore implying all of the things that you're implying when you go up and have recognized someone in the adult entertainment industry. Just a question. Just crossed my mind. I just wondered. I wouldn't <laughs> personally, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure some people would. I don't know. Um, 
<laughs> it's sunny, guys. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do a quick one today. Um, I'm just looking outside, and the sun is shining. My dog is giving me shit. She wants to go outside in the garden. My other dog's laid up. He's had a double knee uh, replacement. He's a week and a half uh, into that recovery, so he can't really move around. But I carry him and give him a bit of fresh air. But yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pack it in. There's probably other shit that I want to talk about, but I'm just looking, and the sun is shining. I got a bottle of wine on chill. I think it might be about that time, guys. Um, yeah, next episode's gonna be a, a look back at the last UFC and a look forward to the weekend's event. So uh, probably gonna smash that out later and then uh, and then call it a day for the week. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the show, guys. Not as long as our usual episodes, but uh, still some good stuff in there, I think. And yeah, I've had fun, but I'm so excited. I want to get out and get some vitamin D soaked into these uh, skin cells. So um, get my laptop for work and get that all set up. I got a few more emails to answer before the day is wrapped, but I wanted to I want to catch this afternoon sunshine. So uh, I'm going to peace out, guys. It's been fun. Uh, episode 26. This is the quiet part loud. I'm your host, Daryl. As always, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate the support. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. We've got our Facebook page up. Twitter is active as well. Not as much as I'd like, but we're still putting episodes out on there. And uh, yeah, go rate, feedback, comment. Uh, hit us up across all and any channels. We'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, that's it. Enjoy the sunshine if you're in London. Um, if you're listening from anywhere else, I hope you're having a good day. And until next time, all the best.